Give me just a couple of clicks. All right, we're recording. All right, you're kicking us off today. I sure am. <laughs> do I have the script up? Why, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 18 of That's Not What Andrea Told Me. In light of the upcoming holiday season, and as a follow-up to our last episode on holiday traditions, tonight we are talking to our grandmother, Grammy, about some non-holiday traditions. Hi, Grammy. Hi, y'all. Good Hi. to see you. You too. You too. Thanks for joining us tonight. I'm excited. Oh, good. Yeah, you're you're getting your turn early. All things. Oh, good. <laughs> so, okay. Grams, we have mentioned you quite a bit on this podcast. So, our listeners are probably somewhat familiar with who you are. But tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I'm retired. I live on Lake Livingston, and I spend my time playing cards, usually bridge going to lunch with friends, and anything else that comes up. I'm enjoying being retired. I stay busy. A lot's going on in my life, and I love it. I would venture to say you're busier now than you ever were as a working lady. (laughs) Well, that's probably true, but it sure is a lot more fun. Right. (laughs) You know, you saying that just reminded me of another non-holiday tradition that we might jump into real quick. You mentioned, Grammy, that you play bridge a lot. Mm. And one of my favorite memories of growing up was during our family reunions, we would always play late night spades. And that was such a fun time. Well, it wasn't late night spades. It was all night spades. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) All day. We would go to sleep. That's true. We would go to sleep around between six and seven and get up between eight and nine and fix breakfast Yeah, so we could start playing cards again. I know. I just remember being a kid and being somewhat spry, but I needed more sleep than you guys did. (laughs) (laughs) What kept us awake was the crazy things that happened and we would laugh. And that would wake us up. Right. <laughs> yeah, we we might should think about dedicating a podcast episode to our cousins, like all of our cousins and just funny things that have happened over the years. Because I bet we have a podcast worth of <laughs> just stories. Yeah. Well, Grams, as we brainstormed for this episode, we realized how many traditions and various things that we did on a recurring basis that you kind of set in motion. So we wanted to ask you questions about those things. Okay. All right. So we always love hearing stories from you and and our other grandparents. And so we want to know what traditions, family traditions you remember from when you were growing up. I thought about that. And, you know, the only thing I can remember growing up is there were always a lot of people come into the house. Mm -hmm. My older brothers and sisters were married and had kids and they always came. There were just, there was always a crowd. And that's what I remember most about growing up. And it was always fun. We played cards all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's the, I guess the main thing I remember is that there were always a lot of people around. We celebrated all the holidays and usually everyone came for all the holidays. I can remember Easter in particular, dozens and dozens of boiled eggs. And we would go on a picnic out in the woods, and there was always a prize egg. And sometimes 
no one would find the prize egg and we'd be so tired. We just want to go home. We don't care. We'll just stop. My mother would never let us leave till we found that prize egg. So, <laughs> I guess that's why I remember it so because yeah. sometimes we could not find it. Yeah. <laughs> what was different about the prize egg? Well, I don't know what you got for getting it. It was just a special egg. Okay. And if you got the prize egg, then you got something. And I don't remember what it was. That may be because I never found it. Remember, <laughs> I was the youngest. So I don't remember ever finding it. Yeah. The other thing I remember, I feel like I'm remembering this correctly, that I've heard you tell stories about the fact that your mom was a health nut before being a health nut was cool. And that she would make you drink, was it smoothies or juices? Well, we drank unusual things. Okay. There was no tea in our house. My daddy drank coffee, but he was the only one that drank coffee. So for breakfast, we had malt. And that was a lot of fruits mixed up and almonds and honey and so forth. And that was healthy. So that was what you could drink for breakfast. At supper, we had carrot juice. Mm. And I, of course, at lunch, we were gone. Yeah. But those were the things we drank. And when my friends came over to visit, of course, I was always embarrassed beyond anything right. because my mother offered them carrot juice <laughs> and they didn't know what that was. Never had any in, their, any in their lives, and she was happy to offer it to them. Yeah. But I think I've also told you all the story about in elementary school, my mother was always a room mother, and there are parties throughout the year, mm -hmm. and the room mothers would bring food and drinks in for the parties. Mm -hmm. And I can remember them bringing in a case of 24, a case of 24, it would hold 24, that would be 23 Cokes and one grapette. Ah, yes. <laughs> the grapette, of course, was mine. <laughs> I didn't have a Coke until I was in high school, had my own car, and could go out with my friends who told me about Cokes. <laughs> and so I got one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. But, but I am healthy, and I do blame my mother for that. Yeah. She, she, we didn't have bread. She made biscuits or cornbread. And I don't mean that we were not underprivileged by any means, Yeah, but that's how she fed us. Right. And she always had fresh, fresh vegetables. That's just how she fed us. Mm -hmm. We were healthy. Yeah. And did, you guys had chickens in the backyard and she had a garden too, right? Well, that all happened mostly before I came along. That was oh. something for the older brothers and sisters. I was not so much involved in that or it was gone by the time I came along. Okay. I think that mother wanted to have a garden when we moved to the house on the bio, which may be one you may remember. I'm not sure you may have been too young. Mm -hmm. I think she wanted to have a garden. I'm not too sure she got one. Okay. I don't remember it. Okay. Am I remembering correctly that y'all had chickens? I think there were chickens, but I think that was before my time. I think that was older brothers and sisters okay. that had chickens. Although I vaguely remember, I don't think they were in our backyard. I think mother went and got live chickens sometimes. Oh, okay. Because everyone came over on Sunday and we had fried chicken. 
Right. Oh. <laughs> so your mom would get live chickens and handle I think it? So I can, I, yes, I think Huffly. so, but I can barely remember that. <laughs> but there would be tons and tons of fried chicken because all my brothers and sisters would come mm -hmm. with their husbands, wives, and all their families. So right. there'd just be tons of fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's a commitment. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Buying live chickens, <laughs> slaughtering all of them. <laughs> And I think maybe that maybe happened when I was very small. After a while, she just bought them at Wine Gardens was the main grocery store. Okay. At that okay. time, I think she started buying them. Okay. Remember, that I was the youngest. Sense. The others suffered a lot more than I did. <laughs> I want to ask Aunt Coco how many chickens she defeathered. Yeah. Well, I feel she like may remember not. doing it. Yeah. She may remember doing it. I know I never feathered any. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, getting us back on track, <laughs> no more chicken murder. <laughs> so something we did uh, every year was something you called Culture Weekend. So tell us a little bit about that and where you got the idea for that. Well, it, I, I thought about how that started. We used to go to what was a little unusual and kind of a upscale kind of little shopping center that was off West Belford. And I don't remember the name of it, but they had plays for children uh, maybe once a month. And I started taking y'all there. And as you got older, then I started looking for things at Jones Hall and places like that. And I wanted you all to be impressed with this. And I was thinking this is culture because we would go to plays in the ballet and so forth. And so I could have named it Brussels Sprout Weekend. It just needed a name. And so I called it culture because we would go to those, the ballet and, mm -hmm. and plays, that sort of thing. And I thought that that would be good for y'all. We used to, isn't that when we also did the Heritage Society or was that different? Well, the Heritage Society was I think we started doing that on Friday night. Then we would go to a Christmas carol on Saturday and the ballet on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that took up the whole weekend. Mm -hmm. With the Heritage Society, I joined it. And so sometimes I would go at lunch and talk to clubs about the society. And I just thought it was such a good thing. But I was working and didn't have a lot of time. But I did enjoy those houses. I just thought that they were wonderful. And when they decorated them for Christmas, I just thought they were great. So I thought that that was a good way to start off the weekend because you would walk around between those houses and people were singing carols and happy. And it was just a, a, a fun thing to do. I thought it was fun. What did y'all think? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was kind of like going to dollhouses. So Basically what it was, it was downtown, right? And on a little plot of yes. land, it's like they had brought in various historical houses and then they yes. would decorate them like it was the Christmas of the time period of that house, right? Am I remembering yeah, that correctly? That's true. Um, that's true. 
Yeah. So, and I, if I remember correctly too, all of the docents were also in like costume. full period costume. Yeah. yeah. They were. Um, but see, in, in my are, recollection, we used to do that on like school weeknights, not a Friday night. So I don't know if we hmm. just changed to, cause I remember like going right after school in my school uniform. And I don't know that I, we would have done that. Well, it was but if it was weekend. Friday, we would have done it or we would have been in yeah. our school uniform. I just was thinking before it became part of culture weekend, um, I thought we did it. We might've gone on a Thursday night. Okay. Cause I think it started on Thursday. There was like a member's preview night that we would go to that was probably the thursday yeah yes okay we could go then and it was just slightly less crowded casey you may not remember this but when i was younger like i was probably second grade pamela duque and i we went to pioneer day camp at what, what was the name of that park where heritage society is well it's called sam houston park that's it sam houston park yeah so i did a day camp there for a week pam and i did where we spent a lot of time at that log cabin house mm-hmm. and we like, I don't know, made cheese. I remember there being some cheese cloth. I think we <laughs> might've made a bullet or looked at a bullet. I don't remember, but if that was cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And they only did it that one year, Casey. So that's one reason you couldn't go. But do you remember at that log cabin when we would be going through the houses, they were always shooting off cannons over yes. there. Yeah, and it would just scare the daylights out of us because yeah. it's quiet and you're singing Christmas carols and then this cannon goes <laughs> off. So. Yeah, I also remember the log cabin is where I learned that that's how that era is why we have the phrase sleep tight. Because remember they had the bed yes. that showed you how you would tighten. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Yes, so. yes. Probably the the house that was most uh, notable there was the William Marsh Rice House. Right. Who founded Rice University. Right. And it was always there. And there were other houses. Then toward the end of the time we were touring, they brought in the Yates House. Yes. There's a high school in Houston named for him. Mm -hmm. And that was the only house that had been owned by Black people. And if y'all remember, either, I guess it was his granddaughter was there the first year. And that was really neat because she told us about going to that house as a kid and how important that was to her. Yeah. So she was the only one who had ever been a part of one of the houses. Right. Oh, that is cool. I do. Now that you say that, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. That was really cool. Okay. So then, so I had forgotten that Heritage Society was the Friday night activity. But then, of course, I remembered Christmas Carol and Nutcracker. Did we always just do those two things for Culture Weekend? I think I think occasionally we might have done something different. And if you remember, the Alley so. Theater changed the uh, changed a Christmas Carol. Oh yes, and I you remember. refused to go. Right. So then I had to find other Christmas type <laughs> plays for us to go to. Yeah. So we went to some that uh, Theater Under the Stars had. So we couldn't go to Christmas Carol after they changed it. You refused. I know. (laughs) It wasn't right. It wasn't right. (laughs) (laughs) I remember most, I know you will recall this. The first time I took you, Andrea, we were on the front row Mm -hmm. and there was that space in the middle between seats and 
actors could come and go in and out of that. Right. Well, right at the beginning of that, they pushed a coffin through that uh -huh. door and you were sitting next to it. And before I knew it, you were in my lap. Yes, <laughs> that was very scary. And it was like a lull where there was like no other sound uh -huh. and it was just yeah. pitch quiet or what, you know, whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. And that coffee pitch quiet. Pitch quiet. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of quiet it was. Right. Yeah. And that coffin came out. Oh my gosh. That was so scary. <laughs> yeah. I do remember that. <laughs> Yeah. After that, I think then you were so you always wanted us to sit by that coffin place. <laughs> I had to try to get those tickets. <laughs> the other thing that I remember, so Casey and I have both been very open about the asinine things we did as children. And I remember <laughs> being so embarrassed to go out to eat in our nice clothes. Mm. Because if you remember, we for the a long time we'd go to Pizzeria Uno. Oh yeah. 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 Well, and I was going to say we, so that was part of the weekend is right. before that we would go, we would get two nice outfits yeah. and oh, those yeah. were our like ballet and play outfits. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely did stick out like sore thumbs. I, we I mean, Uno's. but now, no, I don't, it, it doesn't matter. I just remember being so self-conscious about it. And, but then to think about it, it's like, I think there was a period where I was the only one who would change. And so like you two would still be fancy. And it's like, in hindsight, actually, I, I looked like the bigger idiot because I'm with people who are all dressed up. <laughs> but if you remember when I got the Yukon, yeah. the back windows were tinted and y'all yeah. could change clothes back there. You just loved it because you didn't yeah. have to face the embarrassment of right. walking into Uno's Pizza yeah. in nice clothes. Right. <laughs> so ridiculous. But that was where you all always chose to go. Yeah. Remember, I would try to take us to different cuisine mm -hmm. so that you would try different kinds of food. Yeah. But y'all always wanted to go to Uno's, yeah. but you were always overdressed. Yeah, it was <laughs> delicious. It was. Where yeah. did we, because that, that closed, mm -hmm. it seems like while we were still doing Culture Weekend, mm -hmm. where did we go? Yes. We started bouncing around. So we okay. did Bear Paredes a few times yeah. before it got gross. We, well, there was a place across from where Bear Paredes moved eventually. We went there one time. Oh, the hotel, the Lancaster? No. Oh, Grammy and I definitely would go to the Lancaster when she and I would do plays mm -hmm. later. Yeah. And I can remember we didn't go to the Bear Paredes there across from the alley. Yeah. We went, I think it was on. We did a couple times. Did we? Mm -hmm. I remember it was always so crowded. Mm -hmm. And we then, went to the Barracredis, like on uh, around River Oaks area. Yeah. Right. And in that same we went, area, there was a, a really nice restaurant that was kind of hard to get yes. to. Yes. Vincent's? Yes. No. no. We went to Vincent's, but. I'll think of the name it's of that. It's the other restaurant, one. Andrea, you went to where you tried to backstreet. Yes. I went with my friend Adam and he paid with a check. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was there for that. They asked him for ID and he didn't have a driver's license, yeah. but he had a passport. <laughs> so he used his passport. And he insisted on treating us to lunch yeah. with his check and his passport. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Uh, yeah, I do remember that we went was. to Backstreet a couple of times. 
I, I think I, I start to kind of forget since Grammy and I did a lot of play things mm-hmm. later when I moved back to Houston. Yeah. And I feel like then we really did try a lot of different places. Yeah. I so in, in, uh, in conclusion, so culture weekend was a weekend where we would get fancy. We would tour old houses, learn about sleeping tight yep. and other rich, famous people from Houston. Yep. Then we would go out to nice meals. Mm-hmm. We would go see the Nutcracker Ballet, which is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I love ballets. Mm-hmm. Andrea loves plays. Mm-hmm. So we, for her, we would see a Christmas Carol at a different <laughs> uh, at a different location, just across the street, though. <laughs> and that and it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, right? We did something every day. Yeah, yeah, we did. So that was uh, well, that I was Culture Weekend. Yeah, it was. And Casey, when originally we went to Jones Hall for everything, yeah, when they opened mm-hmm. the Wortham. My fondest memory of the Wortham was you running across the street in your beautiful new dress and you'd have new shoes and you leaping onto that decorative kind of wall. Yeah, yeah those weird, the they were like lumps, like these weird lumps. Yes, in the- yeah. <laughs> but there was a little area around the domes yeah. and you would run across those. There were a couple of them. Mm-hmm. There you were looking so adorable, <laughs> leaping and hopping over those things. <laughs> yeah. And then we'd go inside and be really sophisticated and cultured. Yes, we yeah. would. <laughs> um, you remember at the ballet, you were not allowed to bring food in. Yes. But there was an intermission and this little girl came in and had cake mm-hmm. and y'all were so incensed. You called <laughs> her the cake eater. Well, yeah, she, she was very there. loud. With her she cake. was. There was a lot loud. of smacking and sc- plate yes. scraping. Yep, forks on plates. Yeah. Yes. Well, I just, y'all were just incensed that she was in there with that cake. Yeah. We talked about the cake eater for years. Yeah. We did. There are rules. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not mom, Walter. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, so we typically did culture weekend. I feel like the like first weekend or two of December. And so then I know we're supposed to be kind of talking about non-holiday traditions, but Fluffy would always dress up as Santa for us. And one of the things we wanted to know is how did you convince him, (laughs) this poor single man who just probably wanted to drink and and listen to music with Coach to dress up as Santa Claus for us? Well, I bought that Santa Claus suit and I knew that y'all would recognize coach or your dad. And so Bill O'Neill refused to do it. Absolutely refused. Mm-hmm. And he said he had to spend Christmas with his family. Yes, I don't get it, but he said that. <laughs> so we, that left Fluffy. Yeah. I asked him to do it and he said no. Yeah. And I explained to him that we really needed him. We weren't going to have a Santa Claus if he didn't do it. So he thought about it for a while and I threatened a few things. So he finally agreed to do it. So. <laughs> oh man. He didn't want to. Yeah. I just remember at the Brazewood house, one of your Christmas decorations was that ribbon of bells mm-hmm. that was on the back door yeah. that everybody came in yeah. and out of. And I just remember that door opening, the bells jingling and Fluffy coming in going, ho, ho, ho. I, yeah. I think I have those bells. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I think Grammy tried to get rid of them and I was like, don't you dare. Aw. I That's think nice. I was not the one who tried to get rid of them. Coach wanted to get rid of them. He hated them. Yeah. Because possible. every time someone opened that door, <laughs> right. it was loud. But 
I wondered where those are. I'm glad you have them. Yeah, yeah. that is really cool. I just have lots of fond, fond memories of him dressing up, <laughs> being Santa for yeah. us, letting us climb all over him. <laughs> yes. And I don't think that y'all ever realized that it was him, at least not the first few We did. Years. Yeah. I feel I like think we did. you did. Did you, did you pretend not to so we'd keep doing it? Yeah, I think Probably. so. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we were wise children. We knew what to do to keep getting presents. Yeah. Oh, you just burst my bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we need to start thinking about that for your kiddos case. <laughs> they don't I, need I Santa. Don't. Eh. <laughs> okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Listen, they're pandemic children. They just like to go to the grocery store. Yeah, but I feel like you have a, an ideal candidate in Toby. <laughs> As a oh, friend to coerce into, into doing something he doesn't want to do. Yep. I guess that's pretty part for the course. Don't pay any attention when he says no. Just start <laughs> measuring him for the, for the costume. <laughs> do another ho-ho homicide murder mystery and make him Santa and yeah and it'd be like you should just buy that costume That's right you're gonna need it <laughs> or we could if you don't want to go the santa route casey we could do the holiday armadillo do i have to get an actual armadillo for that <laughs> do you not remember that from friends no oh but, yeah so, yeah yeah so ben is all about santa but ross wants to remind ben that he's part jewish and but there's like he can't find a costume or whatever so and he comes dressed as the holiday armadillo and tells the story of monica <laughs> i'm the holiday armadillo <laughs> so yes the answer is i yes. do like that actually yeah all right well we can talk about it okay okay so now we'll focus in on really non-holiday yeah traditions so one of the ones, and I guess calling this a tradition is maybe a little bit of a stretch, yeah. but something we did, I feel like Andrew and I couldn't remember if we did this consistently every year, or if this was a thing we just did some years and not others, but in Texas every year, the blue bonnets are state flower. They all bloom and everybody, you'll, you'll see people pulling off to the side of the road <laughs> like dangerous maneuvers to get to the flowers so that they could stick their children and animals in the flowers to take pictures. So I, but I feel, well, maybe everybody was doing it back then too. It's just that there was no social media, but right. so when did we start doing that? We started doing that as soon as we started going to the farm. Mm. Okay. Originally we didn't go to the farm. We went to Dripping Springs mm. And when Fluffy's mother sold that property, then we started going to the farm at Brenham. Mm -hmm. And that's where the best blue bonnets are. But remember, we were not like those tourists on the side of Highway 290. Right. I always looked for someplace behind the farm or yeah. uh, Fluffy would scout out places and say, take them so, so and so. So we always did blue bonnets. But I think that was, we started as soon as we, started going to the farm because the blue bonnets were wonderful mm -hmm. and y'all were had your Easter outfits and it was a good thing to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when did we start going to the farm? Do you have any recollection of that? Because I don't remember Dripping Springs at all. I, I mean, I've heard the stories, mm -hmm. but I don't. No. Yeah. Y'all did not go to Dripping Springs, but I think that may have been because you were too young 
it also may have been even before, well, I, we may have gone before your mom and dad were married. Oh, we okay. went there for a long time. Okay. And that was just where we went in the, in the winter time. Right. So it was, that was long before we went to, to Brenham and the blue bonnets. Right. But I thought about Brenham and we do have a lot of things that we did because we went mm -hmm. to Brenham right. usually on your spring break. And one of the things we always did was go through the Bluebell Creamery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Andrea, you liked going through there more than anyone. <laughs> Do you know what is the record for the number of times in one day that we went to the creamery? Isn't it something like five or six? Oh, no, it's not that many. Oh, okay. Remember, they were only open part of the day till three oh, o'clock. Okay. We went three times one day. Okay. We yeah. went twice in the morning, two tours, one after another. Then we met Connie and Pam for oh, lunch. Yeah. And Stephen. And they had not been to the creamery. Yeah. So we went back to the creamery. I think it closed at three. But you wanted to go there because you got a free dip of ice cream. Mm -hmm. And it was a tiny little dip. <laughs> we could go to the Exxon station and for a dollar get this gigantic portion <laughs> of ice cream. But yeah. you only, always wanted that one little free dip yeah. in the mm -hmm. gift set. That's right. So we went three times that day, day that was a record usually we just went one time yeah but that was something we tried to always do mm -hmm. while we were there over your spring break another thing that we did always at the farm was pumpkin carving mm -hmm. oh right yeah actually our our three on the threes promo is a mm -hmm. photo from the farm when we were pumpkin carving Yes. Is it or is so it when Grammy stuck us in a random display of pumpkins to take pictures? No, no. That the one the specific one is we're at the farm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That best pumpkin picture was that wagon loaded with pumpkins with y'all at the <laughs> by the farm. Yeah. But I also <laughs> but remember also, we would go, didn't we go to Washington on the Brazos? That was pretty close, right? We went to Washington on the Brazos. And remember, there was a nunnery there that had the miniature horses. Yeah. yeah. So we went there. There was the antique rose garden. We went there. Mm -hmm. And we also used to always go to the antique shops in Brenham. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one particular shop that was not an antique shop, but a shop that y'all loved to go to was called the Plumagranite. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. We always had to go to the Plumagranite. Yeah. <laughs> one of the things... One of my best memories of going to the antique shops, and we went to the same ones because, you know, Brenham was small, but one time we went and they had gotten in a bunch of older hats. Mm -hmm. And of course, I always had my camera. So I took pictures of Casey in about 10 or 12 different hats. You yeah. remember that? Mm -hmm. How fun that was. Yeah. And the shop owner came back because I think she could see the flashes from my camera. She came back and she said, what are y'all doing? <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm taking her picture in these hats. And she said, oh, I have more. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. The other thing I remember at one point, and this was one of our, I think, spring break trips hanging around that area. We went and toured, was it Sam Houston's house? And then remember it was for sale. And I was like, Grammy, yes. just buy it. <laughs> yes. 
you wanted me to buy it. I did. And I said, well, I think it will cost too much. And you said, well, if it doesn't cost too much, will you buy it? And I said, <laughs> yes, but what do you think will be too much? Yeah. And you said, well, if it costs over $500, don't buy it. <laughs> so <laughs> I told you that I would check on it. And I yeah. did. Yeah. I called the lady who owned it. Well, her husband had a car dealership in Houston okay. and they had used it to entertain and they could no longer deduct that or whatever. Yeah. I told her why I was calling. She thought that that was so cute, <laughs> but she did say it was more than $500. <laughs> so I didn't buy it. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it was a house that Sam Houston and his wife lived in. And I believe that they lived there. They both died in that area mm -hmm. of yellow fever, I think. And so that's why they are buried there. Yeah. And he's buried in Huntsville. Okay. And I believe that's the house they were living in at the time they died. Okay. Maybe that's why I liked it. Spooky ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One of the other things we always did when we were at Brenham would we would go out to eat at K Bob's? Oh mm -hmm. yes, you yeah. Always wanted to go to K Bob's, mm -hmm. and it's such by the way, uh, yeah, yes. And by the way, K Bob's is no longer there. Mm -hmm. It's called Lone Star Southern Grill. Oh, I that's checked too bad. it out. It, it's not as good as K Bob's was, but anyway, that's what's there now. The Exxon station where we got the ice cream is a shell station, but oh. you can still get ice cream. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> and remember Westwood Gifts, we yes. always shop mm -hmm. there. It's closed. Aww. No more Westwood Gifts. And the It was a little fancy for like a gas yes, station store. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always remembered uh, going to that. I mean, we'd go to that Exxon probably in any given weekend that we were spending at the farm. We would go to that Exxon for ice cream no fewer than four times, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we, we had to go to town a lot. Yeah. And we always buy there. So, of course, yeah. we always stopped. And I think it was when we started having Thanksgiving at the farm that, Casey, you started making place markers for us with yeah. our names on them and decorating the table with pine cones and leaves mm -hmm. and things that you would find or we'd yeah. cut limbs off a cedar tree so right. you started doing decorations and place names for us so even after we didn't go to the farm you still did that I would cut leaves off magnolia trees here and you would write our names on them mm -hmm. I still have dried oak leaves yeah with our names <laughs> yeah in the buffet in the, in the dining room yeah yeah the other thing I was going to mention about k-bobs is do you remember one of there were a couple of different years that Grammy you took a group of my friends up to the farm to hang out for the weekend and my friend Beth could never remember the name of k-bobs and she called it b-bobbers <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah. I do remember that time when we went to Bluebell three times mm -hmm. when Pam and Connie came Ca and Carmen. met us for lunch. Yeah. Carmen, yeah. sorry. When they came and met us for lunch, you and Pam wanted to sit at a different table. Yes. Uh, her brother was with us, so yeah. Carmen and 
Stephen. Brother, I forgot. Stephen. 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 And I'm so y'all were sitting with us, and then you asked if y'all could go sit at another table. So I said yes, and y'all went over there, and you, I, I don't know how old you were, nine, ten, yeah. maybe, or eight. Yeah, at I any think. rate, y'all went over there and sat, and you were there for a while, and then you came over to me and whispered, Grammy, are you still going to pay if we sit over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we, have, yeah. we do have fond memories of K-Bobs. Yeah. That was when, as an 18-month-old, at K-Bob's is when you gave Fluffy the raspberry. That was me? at K-Bob's. Me you or did. Casey? Oh. You. Okay. I don't remember this they story. Had, it wasn't K-Bob's then. It was, what was it? Um, it had Garfield's was oh. the name of it then before it was K-Bob's. And they had these banquet kind of tables that were padded. Mm -hmm. And you were standing up and looking over the other side, over to the other side of the, our banquet, into the next banquet. And Fluffy had told you to sit down and you didn't. And he told you to sit down again and you just gave him the raspberry and <laughs> kept standing there. So that was something Coach would always bring up. Is uh, at Garfield's is where Andrea gave Fluffy the raspberry. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, there I was, not listening, even at 18, uh, 18 months. Well, he stopped telling you to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I do have lots of fond memories of Brenham. I'm really glad, Casey, that we decided to do your bachelorette party there. Yeah. Because that was, we didn't know it, but that was our last time to ever get to go. So I'm really yeah. glad we got to got to go and, and hang out there. Agreed. Yeah. Such a fun uh, Even place. though we didn't know how to set a fire and tried to burn Almost the house down I was just gonna say when I thought about the things that we did together I also remembered always making your Halloween costumes yeah yes starting from when y'all were pumpkins as mm -hmm. as your first Halloween mm -hmm. and my favorite of all the Halloween costumes I made was for you Casey the year you were a skunk yeah you were a skunk. <laughs> Yeah. So we actually, Grammy, to promote our spooky Halloween episode, our ghost episode, we went back into our photo albums, or I did, and found, I found the year I was Scarlett O'Hara and Casey was a flapper. Mm -hmm. I found my original pumpkin outfit. You did not find yours though, right, Case? No. And then we found one other one. Oh, the year that we were both ballerinas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I think the year you were born, Casey, that you were a pumpkin, it wasn't in my album because at that point, Grammy was keeping us very separate, but I was a cheerleader that year, a St. Thomas cheerleader. Oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, we had such obscure Halloween costumes. Oh, yeah. Really uh, I don't did. feel like there's that much like interesting stuff now. Yeah. Everybody's always a superhero or a Ted Lasso. Yeah. Well, you buy it, right? You buy it or you fashion yeah. it. You don't yeah. sew it. Yeah. Right. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just hot glued a bunch of felt and feathers on Thea's onesie for her right. to be an owl. But she was a perfect owl. It's true. All right. So a tradition that we look upon very fondly is I don't remember when this started, but at some point, Casey and I each started getting one gift at the other sister's birthday. 
And so we want to know, do you remember when that started? Like, did somebody throw a hissy fit for that to start? Or did you do that with dad and Kevin as well? I did not do that with your dad and Kevin because we couldn't afford birthday presents for both every time it was their birthdays. But I think it was you, Casey, that were upset because you weren't getting, well, you wanted to have, I remember we were at the farm and you said, why do I only have one birthday a year? I should have at least two. Sure. So Bill and Sue were there. So we took you shopping, got you something for, a, I guess it was a four and a half year old birthday and got you a half a cake, the whole work. And I think that's when we started doing it was okay. because you said one birthday a year was not enough. So, I stand by that. Yeah. yeah true. Well, I think that's when it started. Okay. And so we just kept giving each of you another gift. No okay. more half cake. Right. So it wasn't because we were just really bratty and wanted a gift on the other one's birthday. Yeah. Because I thought well, it deserved more birthdays. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, yeah, because that's I assume that's how it started is that one of us threw a tantrum when the other sister was getting to open presents. And so <laughs> then we well, it was Casey saying one year one a year was not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was in my photo album. There was, I guess, a time that we celebrated Kevin's birthday super late. And I don't remember if it coincided with another birthday, but it was, it was funny because I was just looking when I was looking for the Halloween pictures, it was like Kevin's birthday in October or something, or I don't quite remember, (laughs) but it was pretty funny. Or maybe, maybe we did dad and Kevin's together. So it's like Kevin's birthday in January or something. So, oh, I don't ever remember doing them together. Okay. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. I just remember it wasn't in July. Yeah, it's yeah. possible we did it late just because we couldn't get together or arrange yeah. for everything. I don't know. Yeah. But we never did them together. So this is a little bit of an aside, but not totally off track. So, you know, we, I have memories of when Kevin just refused to come into Houston for his birthday. So we would meet him at that German restaurant in Lake Jackson. And I went to a wedding in Galveston at the beginning of October and at that table or at my table, I was seated with people who work at BASF and I was like, oh, my uncle worked there, you know, and and lived in Sargent and one of the guys lives in Lake Jackson. And I said, I have to ask you, is there still a little German restaurant kind of right in the main strip? And he said, it is, it's still there and going strong. Oh, good. Yeah, Yeah. that was true. We I remember coach got a plate of the first time of nothing but sausage, every kind of sausage they yeah. had. Yeah. I guess that's my fondest memory or my craziest memory <laughs> was he got this assorted plate of sausage <laughs> because that was a German thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Come to find out he wasn't even an Eckelman. <laughs> that's true. Or that much German. But he didn't know that at the time. So he ordered sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Assorted brats. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, I think that's a pretty good rundown of various traditions and things we did. Honestly, if the Eckelmans are good at one thing, it is deciding we're going to do a thing over and over and over again. Yes. So, (laughs) and never stopping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
I did want to mention one other thing I thought of that we did. Uh-huh. And that was when we went to Jackson, Mississippi to the museum. Mm-hmm. Yes. They brought in Catherine the Great's mm-hmm. the Hermitage and made rooms like that. There was an exhibit there from Spain. There was one yeah. from France. I don't remember how many others, but what I remember particularly is that I told you all each time we went that the next time we saw these things, we would be there. Right. And over the years, we have each seen the actual things. The greatest was Casey going to Russia. I know. And you were in you were in Spain, and I think we were all mm-hmm. in France. Yeah. But we saw those rooms just like they were in the yeah. palaces. Mm-hmm. And then we did all go to those places, which yeah. was wonderful. That I do have fond memories of that. And I remember one of those trips, Lindsay Mosshart was with us. And we stopped at a number of historical markers along the way. And I really enjoyed that because I just like historical markers and I like to stop and read them. And so I just remember there being at least one leg of the trip where you were very patient and stopped every, you know, three miles (laughs) so that we could read a historical marker. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Now there's an app for that. I know there is, but it's not the same. Um, (laughs) It's not. Well, the fun thing, the fun thing about historical markers, though, is trying to really understand the relevance, I think. Sometimes Sometimes you're surprised by what was important at that time. Yes. Like there was a post office here one time. It's like, cool, 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 cool. (laughs) Definitely glad I pulled off the road for that. Thank you. (laughs) My life is irrevocably changed. (laughs) Yes. Well, Grammy, I appreciate all the effort you put into making fun traditions for us that were not simply uh, holiday related. Yeah, if we did an episode about the holiday related traditions, we'd be here for hours. Yeah, (laughs) true. Well, I hope that you all had fun doing them. Oh, because yeah. I I had the most fun of all. Yeah. Yep. I loved we it. We did. Yeah. I loved all the places we went and all the traditions of even if we did do it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and luckily, like you said, you always had your camera, so it's all very well documented as well. Right. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Well, a little bit. I look forward to making lots of new traditions with you. Yeah. We'll have a, a holiday or non-holiday armadillo. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We don't know. (laughs) All right. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye.